Hey y'all, what's up? Welcome to the Cypher Radio Podcast. I'm your host, Star, and today on this episode, I'll be talking about colorism, misogynoir, and holding black men accountable. When I'm talking about these topics, I'll be debunking false narratives of it and telling the basic facts of it and how it greatly affects the black women. These two topics really intertwine with misogynoir. If you don't know what the term misogynoir is, and I really don't expect you to, misogynoir is misogyny directed towards a black woman where race and gender both play roles in bias. The term was coined by queer black feminist Moya Bailey. Now the second definition, this really applies to my entire episode. Though misogynoir can be perpetrated by anyone, the term most often refers to misogyny experienced by black women at the hands of black men. So out of colorism, misogynoir, and holding black men accountable, my first topic is going to be colorism. Now, while I'm talking about colorism, I will be debunking the myths of it, starting with it. Debunking the myths of colorism, the most common misconception of colorism is that it's just dark skinned women are mad that black men like white girls, light skins, mixed girls, any non-black women at that. That misconception really irritates the fuck out of me because that is so fucking ignorant. And it's like, no, colorism exists within all races and or ethnic groups, whether it's Asia, South Asia, East Asia, Southeast Asia, the Caribbean, the Latino community, Africa, damn, they're everywhere. Colorism is a very much systemic oppression that intertwines with racism and more than just your bum ass dating preference you'll hear the quote on preference that no one cares about first of all you can like whoever you want but leave black women especially dark-skinned women out of it colorism while dark-skinned people in the black community face it dark-skinned black women really face a shitty end of it anyways back on topic the reason why it is systemic oppression is dark-skinned people are more likely to be killed hate crime and often face longer sentences in prison they are denied jobs get paid less we see in the music industry model industry entertainment industry all because they do not have that proximity to whiteness. The next one is that it's a preference because it's not. Keeping it simple, if your preference is based on race and skin tone and you would bar yourself off saying you only date this race slash skin tone based off of stereotypes off the opposite group, then you are a colorist and a fetishist. No reason why you tell me I like white girls and I ask why and your reasoning is because black women are ghetto, ugly, and rah-rah. Like, what? What? I asked why you liked white girls, not why you hate black women. And honestly, y'all, if somebody ever says, I only like this group of people, X, Y, Z, you will never ask me why, because frankly, I just don't give a damn. Now, the next myth is that light-skinned people also face colorism, and that is just simply not true. If you are a lighter-skinned person, I'm sorry, but you cannot face colorism. Colorism is prejudice or discrimination against against individuals with a dark skin tone, typically among people of among same ethnic or racial group. That's straight off of Google. It's a systemic issue, not getting picked on by darker skinned people. Your experiences are valid, but it's not the definition you think it is because you, I'm sorry to break it to you, but you benefit from it. Colorism exists and while it is systemic, us as a black community have to abolish it from our community. Holding black men accountable is my next topic. Holding black men accountable, black men, mainly heterosexual, cisgender, and and toxic masculine ones, are the weakest links, well, have been coined as the weakest links. Not all, so any black man up under here talking about some, not all black men, nigga, shut the fuck up. Because if you're offended, then that's a personal problem, and you have a lot to unpack. Somebody who doesn't fit in that category would not be offended. 
Black men perpetuate a lot of toxic masculinity, and unfortunately, black women and black LGBTQ plus are the receivers. Every time I or fellow black women slash black LGBTQ plus talk about colorism, homophobia, and misogynoir, a lot of black men gaslight me and other black women for talking about it, saying that no one hates us, or spewing all these stereo stereotypes about us and about why they hate us. Black men are giving benefits to white supremacy by constantly wallowing in their self-hate, projecting their self-hate on to black women cis heterosexual black men are in fact the weakest links and this is my opinion you guys constantly disrespect abuse and degrade the people in the same community as you specifically black women to uplift and benefit non-black people you will blame it on everybody besides yourself instead of taking self-responsibility you will never you will negatively impact us all the time you guys never fight for us the way we fight for you we stand out on the street and put ourselves at the forefront stepping up to the plate but when it's our time where are y'all at where are y'all at nowhere black men are currently being bashed because they cause this division in the community with that homophobia transphobia misogynoir promoting colorism benefiting white supremacy and even at the end the same people who disrespect you on a daily basis are the same people who put themselves at the forefront for you you all want to guess who that is i'll give you guys 10 seconds are we ready to hear the answer let me give y'all five more because i really feel like y'all don't got it here is the answer. The black women. Now, before we start this mess, black non-men do have some flaws in the black community and do partake in the same actions that black men do. No denying it. But I really wanted to talk about black men because there has been this whole discourse on Twitter and other social apps such as such as TikTok. So that's why I wanted to talk about it. The reason why I wanted to talk about it is that you see the new generation of black males, typically Gen Z and millennials, attacking us and perpetuating these harmful stereotypes on social apps, mainly TikTok and Twitter, which is negatively affecting young black girls like myself. As a black girl, you spend your entire life being told you are not good enough and seen as undesirable. But to hear that from your own community, the same community that you're supposed to be in solidarity with is painful and it hurts like a mug. I make an attack for this and I really don't care. I just don't give a damn. It hurts to see your community leave people like you behind and for what? Nothing. Not all black men do this, but if you are a black man and you see your counterpart bashing black women and promoting colorism, queerphobia, etc., and you're quiet, you are just as bad and practically fit in the category. If you want to stop being called the weakest links, then you guys have to join in as a collective and sh and talk to your counterparts as to why the shit they perpetuate is harmful. That is all I had for this episode today. Even though, and even though I was calling out a specific group of people today no matter who you are as a black person us as a community we have to do better now more than ever even though i exp i explained what colorism misogynoir and holding black men accountable is i really suggest that you guys do your own research on these topics because it's much deeper than what i have stated today Please share this podcast with your family, friends, and followers, whoever. It means a lot. Follow me on my podcast Instagram at SyfRadio, S-Y-F-R-A-D-I-O, and the same handle on Twitter. If you want to keep up with me personally, follow me on Twitter at ThisIsNotStar and Instagram and at ThisIsNotStar on Twitter. Spell T-H-I-S-I-S-N-O-T-S-T-A-R. No underscores, no periods, no whatever. I have no Facebook. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. New episodes every Wednesday, Friday, or Saturday.